wait, please. What I did, when I think that I hurt you. Yeah, you said all this stuff already. I want to make it up to you. I mean, if you let me, I want to try. Just, you can leave me alone. I need to figure things out. But maybe if we talk about it, we could. Look, I'm sorry this is hard for you, but I told you what I need. So I can't help feeling like the reason you want to talk is so you can feel better about yourself. That's not my problem. And that's pretty profound. That's from Buffy. And many times we need the privacy. And uh, if somebody has said some cruel words to us or hurtful words, and we just need time to process it, to think about it, to think about what actions we want to take, and to put put it in a proper context. And if someone keeps pressuring you, but we need to talk now, we need to talk now, maybe they do want to make amends. Maybe they just want to talk to over-explain themselves and make themselves feel better. And I thought that was a very insightful moment from Buffy. Uh, Thank you, Buffy. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And I'm a clinical psychologist taking your calls and questions on anything that's uh, making your sleep a little less enjoyable at night. Uh, Maybe problems with your kids or your in-laws or yourself. Pick up the phone and give me a call. Here is a question that I got from Janine. Uh, Dear Dr. Kenner, I'm into my third trimester of pregnancy with my first child. My girlfriend expressed her concern that my husband and I will lack warmth as parents because we are cold fish. Can you imagine your girlfriend coming up to you and saying, you know, the two of you are really cold fish. You're not going to make good parents. So I'll continue here. I know that I shelter myself emotionally a bit from her the girlfriend, because she has been so quick to judge me in the past without understanding a proper context. Her concern has some legitimacy for both of us, though. I tend to disconnect in response to trauma or great emotional upset. I also do this to a certain degree every day. I don't invest much emotion into my life, and I don't experience as much hurt or disappointment. So you can hear a little bit that you're deadening your emotions. I grew up in an abuse household and used to disconnect from my emotions as a protective measure. It is not serving me well now. My husband is also emotionally repressed. Are there activities, reading materials, or suggestions that you feel may help us warm up and reconnect? Thanks, Janine. Janine, I want to tell you that when I went through a period in my childhood, I wasn't uh, physically abused, a big, there wasn't big trauma, uh, but I did have a coping strategy of withdrawing and not feeling strong emotions. And I have changed dramatically. So change is possible with knowledge and with effort. And the effort is enjoyable. You're not, if, if someone said to me, Ellen, we have to make you deaden your emotions, that's not fun. But to come out of your uh, emotional cocoon, protective cocoon, when it's not serving you any longer, is it can be fun if you approach it in the right way, and I hope you will. So here are some tips. Uh, first, you want to empathize with the fact, which I think you already do, that you went through a lot of pain in your childhood, and the coping strategies might have been very good ones. You know, if you have a very abusive father or mother, and you can't speak up, you can't speak your mind because they yell at you, you can't share what you love with them, the values or the 
toys or trucks or dolls or whatever it is you love because they'll take it away with you. So many, many kids in that situation do have the coping strategy of avoidance or withdrawal or emotional repression. But as you know, you lose out on that emotional color and passion in your life. The, yay, I won that game. Or, oh, I can't wait to get that toy. Or, why did you do that? You know, that richness of emotions. And you don't want to do that to yourself because your emotions are your values and you want to become more of a passionate valuer in your life. So the first thing I would do is give yourself permission to enjoy your pregnancy if you're not doing it that much. Enjoy feeling the movements in your belly. Enjoy planning for your child together. Enjoy it with your hubby. Um, you also can practice with one another. If you're both a little emotionally imp- uh, uh, repressed, you can practice with one another saying, oh, I like this, or this was fun today, or I had a good time. Just st- saying what your emotions are and building up an emotional vocabulary. You can even go online and look up emotions and find words for the sad emotions, for the happy emotions, and you get a whole list of different adjectives that give you a richer a repertoire of expressing yourselves with one another. You can understand your emotions better, and most people don't know that you can understand each category of emotion. If you're feeling sad, depressed, bummed out, that category has to do with loss, loss of something that you find is important. Uh, Loss of a job, loss of a loved one, loss of a feeling of self-respect or self-esteem. Happiness is the opposite. You've achieved something you've valued. Anger is the feeling that comes from feeling something's not fair. Anxiety comes from either self-doubt or uncertainty. So you can learn cognitive therapy skills that will give you much more Uh, enjoyment in your life because you'll understand yourself. You can also learn assertiveness skills. How to express emotions safely. Instead of saying, you jerk, you idiot, you're you're a, a fool, you can learn to say, I was hurt by that comment or I'm really puzzled by what you did. I'm talking about myself, my response, how I feel. And that's a skill you can learn. Uh, they're called assertiveness skills or I language, meaning the pronoun I. I feel, I expect, I would like, I hear. I mentioned earlier about becoming a passionate valuer, Janine. Just allow yourself to start to feel like you what ask yourself the question what do i like in life like you're in a toy store which you probably will be with your first child in a few in a year or so what do you enjoy in life is there reading certain books that you like make sure they're a little more upbeat and not about trauma and tragedy or is there a couple's hobby even if it's a small couple's hobby that isn't time intensive if you guys don't have a lot of time that you could enjoy together, that brings a togetherness to your life, that you could laugh about. Maybe you could watch some movies, some soul food, I think of it, as Singing in the Rain, if you haven't seen that, an older movie or some newer ones that are, even Beauty and the Beast, a Disney movie, is a lot of fun. You can read books with heroes and heroines. Uh, my favorite are Atlas Shrugged and The Fountainhead, and there are wonderful hero, hero, there are wonderful. heroes and heroines in Atlas Shrugged. Toss out the labels. Your friend called you a cold fish. So catch times when you feel warm with one another and with other people because you mentally want to 
discover your strengths, your ability to open up a little bit more emotionally and get rid of that cold fish label. And with motivation, you're not going to change overnight. So just give yourself a little coaching like you would your best friend and just say, I want to become a little warmer today. I want to be able to express a little bit how I feel, a little bit. Those words, a little bit or a tad help us move into action rather than I have to change overnight. Also motivate yourself by what you want. You want to have a more vibrant emotional life with your husband and with your new baby when your baby's born and with the people in your life that you value. And you want to be able to enjoy hobbies and maybe your career. And so you want to be able to breathe emotionally and you are in the beginning of a wonderful journey. And I think that uh, you'll enjoy the that alternative and you always have the coping strategy if everybody anyone is uh, if you're traumatized I think all of us go into a bit of withdrawal uh, so don't beat yourself up if you occasionally feel that and uh, you build the skills to really breathe emotionally for yourself Janine I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the rational basis of happiness you can give me a call I'm a clinical psychologist you can ask me a question toll free one eight seven seven D R K E N N E R. Dreams are made of things. Who am I?